You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Receiving Hope Why am I teaching about hope? I am not trying to inform people about hope because of the current cultural climate of confusion, anxiety, anger, and despair. I'm not trying to be relevant to this season. I believe that knowing scriptural truth about hope will edify believers in every season of life. My hope is that, for at least a few, the instruction I'm offering will last beyond this immediate time and, with those few, edify the believing community. Perhaps it will strengthen their relationships with God and thus help to hasten Messiah Jesus' return. Jesus spoke of his return within the context of the coming judgment on Jerusalem and the nations. He exhorted his disciples to anticipate his return. The way we are exhorted to expect our end-time redemption provides a pattern of the attitude we are to maintain as we persevere in our present hopes. Consider what Luke recorded that the Lord said about the end times. I'm giving a synopsis of Luke 21. The prophet of prophets prophesied that there would be wars and disturbances, plagues and famines in various places, terrors, and great signs from heaven. Jesus foretold that persecution would be a precursor to the redemption. He said that in the midst of that persecution, family life and long-term friendships will break down and people will be betrayed by those they love the most. He warned that we would be loathed throughout the world. Then he specifically prophesied Jerusalem's destruction, the Jewish people's diaspora, the times of Gentile domination, Jerusalem's restoration, and the close of this age. And this is what he said next. There will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth dismay among nations, in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting from fear and the expectation of the things which are coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Luke 21 25 to 28. There will be universal dismay and confusion. People's hearts will give out because they are expecting what they dread. The spiritual foundations of culture, governance, economics, identity, and relationships will be shaken. Note, the Lord did not say, don't worry about it, you won't be there. What he did say was, Straighten up. Lift up your heads. Look for the coming redemption. It's right around the corner. Sometimes the Lord's apostles urged the disciples to be courageous. 1 Corinthians 16, 
13 and 14 Tree of Life version. Be on the alert. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Jesus himself said that we are to be faithful until death. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to cast some of you into prison so that you will be tested and you will have tribulation for ten days. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Revelation 2.10 Peter taught that we should not fear our society's threats. Our response to those who threaten our lives or livelihoods can be one of unwavering hope. This hope will be easily recognized because it will seem to be so inappropriate to all that is going on. 1 Peter 3, 14 and 15a But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed, and do not fear their intimidation, and do not be troubled, but sanctify the Messiah as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. They may ask, Why have hope? We reply, My redemption draweth nigh. Luke twenty-one twenty-eight. King James Version. Actually, that makes a little poem. Why have hope? We reply, My redemption draweth nigh. I think I'll repeat it. Why have hope? We reply, My redemption draweth nigh. I recognize that talking about this may provoke some anxiety. Be brave. Consider this. Courage is walking in covenantal love's actions despite the fear that may tempt us to withdraw. Hope helps maintain love. Love does not give up. Hope inspires courage. Through hope we persevere through adversity. Sometimes circumstances war against our anticipation. When that happens, courage becomes essential to continue to hope. It is a spiritual synergy. Hope stirs courage. Courage is required to maintain hope. Godly hope provokes a holy defiance against perceived daunting circumstances. Abraham hoped against hope. Elisha told his disciple to disregard the enemies that surrounded them. He directed his servant, and then God enabled him to see what was unseen. 2 Kings 6, 15-17 Now when the attendant of the man of God had risen early and gone out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was circling the city. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. What a paradigm! It is worth emulating when what we see may tend to overwhelm us. This is true. 
there are always more for us than those who are against us. And Second Kings 6 is meaning no disrespect to God's warrior messengers. Second Kings 6 is just talking about angels. What of God? Is he for us? If he is, then who can be against us? The enemy, working through the cosmos, wants to intimidate us. Does anyone remember the expression, oh yeah, you and what army? I am not suggesting trading taunts with the devil, but I am suggesting that we embrace a holy, confident expectation in the presence of God. Within the context of these meditations, perhaps we might summarize Jesus' exhortation to lift up our heads by using words with which we are familiar, anticipate, maintain expectancy, hope. Yet it is not inappropriate to ask, how can I develop my hope? Is there any hope for me? From where does our help come? The psalmist wrote, Psalm 46, 4a, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. One of these streams is hope. That stream is fed by the river of revelation that has its source in God's word and God's spirit. Paul revealed two sources of godly hope in Romans 15, the scriptures and the spirit's impartation. Let's introduce these two streams and then expand upon them in our next meditations. First, listen to Romans 15, verses 4 through 6. Paul wrote, For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the Scriptures we might have hope. Now, may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another, according to the Messiah Jesus, so that with one accord you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus the Messiah. God gives perseverance and strategic encouragement through the Scriptures. A reason he does this is so we might have the confident expectation of our ultimate salvation. This hope is so great that we will be motivated to glorify God for our immediate salvation as well as the anticipated outcomes of the salvation process. Next, consider this. The apostle wrote of spiritual impartation. Father, called the God of hope, can fill believers with joy and peace through his Holy Spirit so that the disciples might embrace a triumphant end-time expectation. Romans 15.13 Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may God make this so in our lives as we study the ways God imparts grace to hope in Him. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love and his latest, Hope Again, Strengthening the Anchor of Your Soul, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. 
You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.